Hi there, grief growers. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm taking a break from full-length podcasting at the moment and gearing up for Season 5 of Coming Back, which premieres on January 2nd, 2019. But in the meantime, I wanted to share with you a few insights and stories from my life after loss. Normally for these In the Meantime episodes, I'll share bonus clips from this season's guests on Coming Back, but in Season 4, I sent every bit of our Bereavement Cruise conversations your way. So for this In the Meantime podcast series, I'll be sharing with you some memories and stories about my own grief experience, my life after losing my mom in 2013. I hope they resonate with you in some way. This Saturday, December 8th, my dad is getting remarried. This is a big change in my world, in my family's world, and while so much of it is very exciting, for instance, I absolutely adore the woman that my dad has chosen to be his partner. There's a lot of grief tied up in here too, and thinking about attending his wedding is bringing up a couple of memories from my grief with my mom. One story that my mom loved to tell while we were growing up is about what her experience of her wedding to my dad was like. My sister and I got to watch the wedding video once, which was really neat to us because we got to see all the 80s gowns and the church where they got married and what a lot of our relatives looked like when they had hair still. We also got to see a little bit of my dad's sister, Vivian, who died in a car accident before my sister and I were born. The one thing that my mom always pointed out in the video and in person whenever anybody asked her about her wedding day was that my dad must have been so nervous during the ceremony that he kept his eyes locked on the priest the entire time. He looked at the priest when he turned to say his vows and didn't look away until he said, you may kiss the bride. It was a running joke in my family for years and years that my dad was so nervous he'd say the wrong thing that he ended up marrying the priest instead of my mom. Every time my mom told this story, she would throw her head back and cackle with delight, and she thought it was just the funniest thing. And as a result, so did we. And my sister and I harassed my dad going into his second marriage, the one that's happening this weekend, and and said, Dear God, let's hope you don't marry the priest again. What's even better is that his uncle uh, is the quote-unquote priest this time. He's being married by uh, a family member of ours. So there's a lot of jokes to be had that are all interwoven here. This is a story that brings up both joyful memories and grief for me, too, because my mom isn't here to be the one to tell this story. My sister and I remember her retellings, and of course my dad remembers her kind of razzing him after the ceremony and uh, in the years that followed of my husband married the priest. But uh, but it is sad that at this wedding, even though at his, his new wedding, and it wouldn't be happening if she had died... Some part of me still wishes that she was here to tell this story and to experience this with us. One more story about weddings that's tied into the memory of my mom actually happened after her death. My aunt, my mom's sister, and I were walking on her farm one morning. She was training to hike a big mountain range with some of her girlfriends, and I just like to get out and walk in the morning like I do at home in Chicago. So we went out. We just went on a walk one morning. I commented on how many wildflowers they had growing along the sides of their cornfields, and my aunt said, you know, your mom always said she wanted Queen Anne's lace in her wedding bouquet. Now, if you've never seen Queen Anne's lace, it's this wildflower that looks like a white disc of little tiny flowers. It's like somebody landed a UFO on a stem and then just covered it with white flowers. 
it's kind of circular in shape, but it's really delicate and really pretty in an arrangement. And it kind of looks like somebody took the powdered sugar topping off of a cake, or they took the lace tablecloth off a table and then just put a stem underneath it. It would be really, really beautiful in a wedding bouquet. And I've seen it done before. And being a florist, I was really touched to imagine what it would be like for my mom to have had Queen Anne's lace in her bouquet. Thinking back on the pictures from her wedding day, though, I vividly remembered lilies. And when I asked my aunt why my mom didn't have Queen Anne's lace in her bouquet, my aunt reminded me that back in those days, people getting married were more or less at the mercy of their parents who were paying for the wedding. And I remembered that my parents' cake was done by a neighbor lady. The reception was in the basement of a church they had gone to forever, if my memory serves me correctly. And of course, the flowers were done by a family friend. And in that one moment of finding out that my mom wished that she had Queen Anne's lace in her bouquet, I felt more connected to her after her death. I learned something new about her, even though she wasn't physically present. I gained further insight about her life growing up uh, in a Catholic family of seven kids. You know, you do what your parents want to when it's time to get married. You don't necessarily get what you want. Uh, And I received another symbol to recognize her by when I see Queen Anne's lace out in the wild. So now when I see it, I think of her. That tiny sentence, that tiny insight from my aunt was so profound to me. It still is years later. And it really illustrated how much I can continue to learn about my mom, even though she's not here on the planet anymore. I wonder, grief growers, if you have a wedding story about a loved one that you've lost, maybe it's your own wedding or a parent's wedding or a sibling's wedding or a friend's wedding, something that would conjure up happy or funny or insightful memories for you in your grief. Weddings are emotional times and they're kind of like grief in that way. They mark a point in space and time of before and after. When a wedding takes place, nothing is quite the same ever again. You see the world through a new lens, a lens of partnership where there wasn't one before. And as I'm going into this super emotional whirlwind of a weekend, I'm remembering my mom. And of course, what my uncle slash wonderful makeshift priest keeps reminding me. And that is love never divides. It only multiplies. And in the world of the aftermath of loss, in the world of grief, in the realms of my father's getting married again, In my heart of hearts, that is the absolute truth. Grief growers. I hope you enjoyed this In the Meantime episode of Coming Back. Stay tuned for more insights, stories, and permissions in the weeks between now and the Season 5 launch in January. To access a personal article that I wrote called Daddy's Getting Married and additional grief support beyond this podcast, please consider supporting Coming Back on Patreon. All patrons are invited to join me live for my next hour-long Google Hangout where I'm sharing stories, resources, and advice for coping with life after loss. That's on December 17th at 8 o'clock p.m. And whenever you pledge, you are also automatically entered to win my In the Meantime giveaway, which only takes place when these episodes are airing. So the way that works is that anyone who's a patron of Coming Back by December 31st, 2018, is automatically entered to win two copies of the grief book that totally changed my life, the Grief Recovery Method Handbook. In addition to the two books you'll win, I'll also send your way a set of Coming Back podcast stickers and a handwritten thank you note straight from my desk. 
You can find a link to my Patreon page where you can pledge and enter to win for as little as $1 per month in the show notes for this episode. You can also find a link to my Patreon page by visiting my website, shelbyforsythia.com. Check out episode 64 of Coming Back if you'd like to hear more about the details of the Patreon giveaway and, of course, all the places I'll be between now and season five of Coming Back. That's all I've got for you for this episode of Coming Back. In the meantime, I cannot wait to return to you with full-length episodes in January. While I'm away from the mic, you can find updates on me, this podcast, and my adventures on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and some extra behind-the-scenes stuff on Patreon. If you'd like to leave a question, comment, or guest suggestion for a future episode, leave a voicemail or text 312-725-3043 or email me at shelby at shelbyforsythia.com. As always, my dear grief growers, it was beautiful sharing this space and time with you today. I see you. I am proud of you and the work that you're doing in the world. And I love you. Because even through grief, we are growing. We are growing.